What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to another episode of Vanished in the Valley. Today, I'm going to tell you all about the shadow people, the hat man and the haggard lady. So get ready for this. It's going to be a little spooky. So hope you enjoy. Sit back and here we go. According to ancient literature and ancient art, the shadow people have been seen by humans for at least 2,000 years. And it would seem that people nowadays are getting more of a general awareness of the shadow people. That may be because there are different internet chat rooms that talk about it. I know Art Bell delved into the subject back in 2001. And actually, a lot of the information I'm getting for this episode came from Art Bell's original 2001 Shadow People episode. So these people, the shadow people, the hat man, they seem mysterious. They have black silhouette type entities, but the black is blacker than black. It's like a depth of black, not like a typical shadow. They are seemingly at home in the paranormal world of ghosts and apparitions, Reports of such beings crop up regularly in the alien abduction cases. So the shadow people just get tied to a lot of the other paranormal entities going on in the consciousness of humans. Witnesses that claim to have seen the shadow people say they're visible for only a few seconds and usually only at the very limit of your peripheral vision. Perhaps rather chillingly, some of the witnesses that do see them more close up report having witnessed them running directly at them, jumping on their chest, and even choking them. While there are several relatively sound explanations for why people see these strange entities, such as sleep paralysis, nightmares, other psychological disturbances, hallucinations, the overall descriptions given in such accounts are so similar that hallucinations and all those other psychological explanations just can't actually cover the full scope of what the shadow people are. So whatever these strange apparitions are, they are most definitely widespread and a feared urban legend of our contemporary era. What are they, you guys? Are they aliens? Are they ghosts? Are they spirits? Are they interdimensional beings? There's so many claims and ideas about what the shadow people are. I'm going to actually go through some of the ideas people have on what the shadow people are. And I'm also going to tell you about a few experiences people have had with the shadow people. And I'll even tell you about my own experience with the shadow people. So let's talk about extraterrestrials. Many victims of alien abduction speak of witnessing strange, dark figures out of the corner of their eyes. Some of the witnesses have even managed to capture these shadowy entities on camera. So are these sightings invisible aliens? For example, after all, even if a person or an entity was rendered invisible, they would still, one would imagine, have a mass. Might that mass present itself as a shadow to the human eye? the human eye is severely limited on the spectrums of color we can even see. So imagine what's happening in all of those dimensions and spectrums we can't see. So going with the alien theory, 
Could the shadow people sightings be of such an extraterrestrial entities in some kind of quote unquote altered state? Are they cloaked out specifically so we can't see them direct on? If you look into a case of Kelly Cahill, who specifically mentioned such entities approaching them during an alien abduction by an Australian roadside back in 1993. Most of the alien encounters that cross over into sightings of shadow people appear to have connection to the greys. That was certainly the case with the Cahill encounter. So most of the time when people are describing the shadow people, they just describe it as either a dark blob that you just somehow in your mind make into the shape of a human. Some people can actually see a really tall man in a trench coat wearing a hat. Some people see a short, haggard woman. They describe as either homeless or vagrant. She just looks a little bit off. Other people even describe the shadow people as having glowing red eyes. Many claims from people who claim to have witnessed or come into contact with the apparent reptilian humanoid often claim they too have bright glowing red eyes. <laughs> so, I mean, there's so many ideas of what they could be. There, maybe there's even just different types of shadow people and they're all being clumped together in the term shadow person. Now, I'm kind of leaning with an entity from another dimension. And while it has been the stuff of science fiction for decades, the idea of alternative dimensions existing alongside our own is increasingly being embraced. What's more, the living entities within the alternative dimensions may on occasion become intertwined with our own. So say you're sleeping and you are having a nightmare and you're sending out really strong chaotic energy, which a lot of people say the shadow people are attracted to. So somehow maybe that energy is pulling the other dimension closer into our own where these shadow people can then come into our dimension and kind of feed off that negative, chaotic dream energy. Some of the descriptions of shadow figures having distinctly human form and of quote-unquote flickering in and out of focus may indeed sit nicely with such interdimensional theories. Even more so, when we look at how quantum physics is beginning to look at how the smallest of particles exist as vibrations, whose frequency is coming closer and closer. This, interestingly, might answer why there appears to be an increase in not only shadow people, but UFOs, ghosts, and all other manner of strange encounters. Another suggestion of what the shadow people may be is that they're ghosts, demons, or possibly some other type of paranormal entity. According to ancient folklore and legends, many of the shadow people are kind of tied to ghosts and demonic sightings. So, given what we know of ghost phenomena and manifestations, almost all images captured on camera have a white misty appearance to them. And while this sounds bizarre, most often bears a distinct likeness to once living person. Furthermore, many witnesses who have experienced shadow people up close claim they have a distinct feeling that the presence was not human, nor had it ever been. It just feels alien and foreign. What's more and particularly strange, 
a feeling of intense fear or depression can often permeate those who see these strange entities. So if the shadow people aren't ghosts, what are they? Could they be demonic? Let's go back to those glowing red eyes. This, for want of a better and a widely understood phrase, might suggest a quote-unquote demonic entity. Indeed, historic legends and folklore are littered with such malevolent entities, as are many ancient religious texts, which, while not historically accurate, like many folklore and legends, often contain snippets of truth. So, <laughs> where is the truth in all of these ideas? One last possibility brought to my attention from author and researcher Jerry Gross is that shadow people are the essence of a person who is astral projecting. This is another interesting theory and perhaps taking the speculation a stage further. This essence is another way to look at the soul. Now, if you go to Reddit, there's actually a hat man sub. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You can find stories about the hat man there. Or if you go to the paranormal sub, you can find hella stories about the shadow people, the hat man, the haggard woman. But let me warn you, before you start going and reading some of these stories, it might fuck you up. I'm not even joking. After reading these stories on the paranormal reddit subreddit i had to sleep with my bedroom light on for a week straight that's how terrified these stories got me and you can kind of tell you can get an idea of somebody's bullshitting versus somebody telling a true story so the story i'm going to tell you is from a user is from a person with a username hmarie314 a couple of years ago i lived in a studio apartment with my boyfriend and i woke up in the dark looked up and saw a silhouette of a man with a wide brimmed hat walk into the room from the tiny hallway that led to the front door. I was so convinced of his presence that I thought we had a break in. So I tried to so I tried to make my breathing as quiet and regular as possible while I watched. So he would just steal whatever and leave. He was so real that it didn't even occur to me that he wasn't. Then he just turned around and went back into the hallway where I couldn't see him. I waited silently a long while, waiting to hear him leave out the door or to hear his breathing change or anything. But after hearing nothing at all, I quietly woke up my boyfriend and told him to go check. No one was there and the lock was untouched. So that's just one of many, many stories of the hat man, the shadow people, whatever you want to call them. So now I'm going to play an interview of a woman who had many encounters with the shadow people. First thing I remember as a child at night, um, I had just gone to bed. My mother just put me to bed and I could see... Um, the lights on in the living room. I just laid down for bed. I could hear my parents. I could hear the television. And I looked up, and to my right, I saw a couple. Um, very shadowy, very dark in my bedroom. A man and a woman. And um, they started walking towards me. It's very frightening. I couldn't speak. I, I, I wanted to call out to my mother. I couldn't call out to her. I was just terrified. 
And right about that time, she walked into the room, and she walked, it appeared that she walked directly through the two people that were standing to my right. And I began asking her, uh, who are these people in my room? What's going on? Uh, she kept telling me that it was just a dream to go back to bed. I said I wasn't asleep. It wasn't a dream. I could hear the television. And that was the end of that. As soon as I become aware that there's someone in the room, I'll go into a paralysis. And I can't move. I can't shout out. I can't... Um, I'm unable to call for help, and I'm unable to stop any kind of attack. Usually it's an attack. You can't move. You can't scream. Um, it feels like you've been drugged somehow. The Shadow Man, and this is just a recent label that I've put on this character. The closest I've seen of him is the arm, because it's been around my throat several times. He's very violent. Um, he, he doesn't use any caution whatsoever. He, he could care less if my neck is broken. I mean, that's how violent he is. Generally, he's accompanied by a very old woman. She's rather short, um, draped in many layers of clothing. She looks like a homeless-type person. Like, every all of her belongings are on her. Shawl, jacket, a hat. The old woman will sit on my chest and... Um, She's not extremely heavy, but she's heavy enough that it's very hard to breathe. It's extremely hard to breathe. I can't, I can't get my lungs to expand. He'll have me around the base of my neck. She'll come up to the top part, and she's choking me so hard that I think that my voice box is going to uh, collapse. Um, I can't move. He's got my arms down, usually, or uh, just the way she's sitting on me. I can't move, and there's nothing I can do. So what terrifies Jamie the most is during all of these encounters, she is 100% convinced she's wide awake. This is no dream, you guys. The fear is extremely real. You look around the room, you're looking for any way out. I can see my clock, I can see the curtains, I see everything in the room that tells me that this is real, this is happening to me, this is really happening. And I'm wondering why my husband can't hear them, why he can't hear the struggle, why he can't hear the fight. And beyond that, I'm wondering um, what's going to happen to me after they kill me? Who's next? Your mind and your body thinks you've been through it. But to everyone around you that you associate with, that you work with, your friends, your family, your doctors, they say it was just a dream. Just get over it. Now, having personally experienced the shadow people, I too can attest that 99 out of 100 people are gonna think you're crazy or just dreaming and that these crazy lunatic stories you're telling them about shadows in the night are nothing more than a figment of your imagination. Now, I thought I was totally alone in seeing these shadow people until about six, seven months ago when I found the shadow people thread on Reddit and the Hatman thread on Reddit. And these stories that people are telling are just so similar to each other. It's like, how do all these people that don't know each other have such identical stories? I had no idea that there were so many people affected by the shadow people. Here is a short compilation of different stories from people that have encountered the shadow man, the hat man, the haggard lady, and the shadow people. 
in the room. I was paralyzed in the bed. He seemed like a shadow. Probably about six foot high. Well over six foot. Very tall. There was someone sitting on my chest. Sitting on top of my chest. The lady was old and haggard. She had strongly gray kind of an old woman standing in front of me. And there was an, an old lady. This just was not a nightmare. I know that I am awake when this happened. Can't escape from this entity that has entered your room. The feeling of perhaps the greatest terror that one can imagine. And you guys, let me tell you, it is fucking next level terrifying. I'm about to tell you my encounter with the shadow person. So I was super young, maybe like eight, nine years old. And I was awake. I was in my room, supposed to be sleeping, but I wasn't. The hall light is on and I'm looking out into the hall when suddenly this creature, this black entity, the blacker than black, the deepest, darkest black you can imagine, this creature that didn't even, it had a humanoid shape, but it was not humid. And the most scary, terrifying part that made my fucking heart stop was the red glowing ruby eyes of this creature. And it just had this evil, maniacal grin. And it started to walk towards me. At that point, I lost my shit and screamed my fucking head off. And of course, my parents come running in. They said they didn't see anything and that it was just a nightmare, that I should just come sleep in their room for the rest of the night, which I happily agreed to and got my ass in their room and I was sleeping on the floor. Well, just as I lay my pillow down and I get on the floor next to their bed, no shit, a fucking shadow hand arm shoots out from under the bed and reaches for me and I jump back. Of course, it doesn't get me. And from that point on, I moved to the foot of the bed where <laughs> you couldn't see the under part. And, you know, that's just one of the many stories. It's like as soon as you see them for the first time, you're probably going to continue to see them. And another question regarding the shadow people is what do they want? Why do they come around certain people? What makes them appear and terrorize some people? Versus the other people that just see them standing in a corner staring at them. Some people think that the shadow people are attracted by negative energy. And that they're almost kind of like, for lack of a better word, I guess, an energy vampire. So the terror that you're putting out, they're absorbing and it's somehow doing them some good. Some other ideas of why they're appearing is that just interdimensional fluctuations are causing our dimension and their dimension to kind of mingle. Some people, like I said earlier, think that it could be an alien connection. There's even a theory because of a 2017 declassified CIA document that would report on one of their remote viewers. In one particular session from 1984, the report says the subject speaks of very large, thin people who were like the perception of the shadow people. Even stranger, the coordinates of the location the subject was viewing was on Mars, over 100 million years BC. The subject tells of a small team of these ancient people leaving the planet in order to find somewhere else to live. The vehicle they used to travel in is described as having rounded walls and shiny metal, very similar to the descriptions of many UFOs. Author Rosemary Ellen Guiley, writer of The Vengeful Jinn, 
She writes of how these strange entities are there one minute and then gone the next, stating that what at first seems solid has no solidity at all. One witness to the shadow people would tell Guiley that they appear like three-dimensional shadows. The same witness also goes on to state that these menacing figures send off vibes of pure malevolence. Another person who has a terrifying encounter with shadow people also offered their account. He would claim that the dark figure would suddenly appear at the foot of his bed, was definitely the shape of a man, but that it had no other defining features. However, it is perhaps his description of the color of the figure itself, something he would describe as being blacker than black. He would further offer that it was more like a void of all color than an actual black. Does this suggest a physical, if plasmic, form which is able to switch between dimensions? It certainly is an intriguing detail, and one that is reported by many people who have claimed to see the shadow people. So we're left with the question of what are these things? Now, if you dive into books, trying to see if there's any information about what these possible entities could be, you're going to find it sorely lacking. Researcher Matt Watkins from the University of West England actually had to do a lot of his own research when he decided to do his thesis study on one of the shadow figures that was haunting him. He found that for over 2,000 years, there has been mention of the haggard woman, the shadow people. And back then it wasn't described exactly the same way we would describe it. They described it more as demons or succubus, and it's even depicted in different art. So I'm going to actually, I'll post some of these uh, paintings that were made back in the day. I'm talking like a thousand years, 500, 700, you get the idea. Hella old paintings. And they're super creepy. It'll be a person trying to sleep, laying down. And there's this haggard ass demon sitting on their chest, choking them out. And the shadow people, they're often portrayed as sort of like demonic with horns, stuff like that. Now, coming back to a more rational explanation of what these beings could be, some researchers use the waking sleep explanation. So, they think the sightings of the shadow people is hyponagogia, or waking sleep. This is essentially where a person is aware of the reality of their surroundings, but also still caught in a dream or sleep-like state. This can result in perceived paralysis and visual hallucinations of lights or shadows. Given that many of the apparent victims of alien abductions also witness shadow people, it is an interesting crossover to examine, and not just in terms of shadow people or alien abductions. Some people will report in those few seconds between sleep and becoming fully awake of hearing voices like a sound of a distant conversation or a television in another room. Those voices fade so quickly, most don't even register them. However, some researchers suggest, as speculative as it is, that these sounds are our subconscious minds listening to voices from another realm, whether of spirits, of people from the other side, or even from entities from an entirely different dimension. Now, a lot of people wonder what they can do 
to, I guess, maybe have a defense against the shadow people or the hat man or the haggard lady. Now, one theory puts forth that perhaps electricity and electromagnetism may provide a defense. Some researchers declare that one of the best ways many who encounter these disturbing creatures is to simply switch on the lights, expanding that many people continue to sleep with the lights on following their encounters. <laughs> I know I have. She continues that electricity and electromagnetism may provide keys to defenses against shadow people. All I know is that when I start to get that horrible feeling, I know I turn my lights on and suddenly it's gone. It's like flipping that electricity switch on, flips off the fear, and I'm totally calm at that point and can go to sleep. So maybe there is something to what this researcher is talking about. So what I have basically gotten together from my research into the shadow people and just my experience with the shadow people is that hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people have experienced the shadow people. And for whatever reason they're visiting, electricity, a flip of the light switch may be your best defense against them. So I got a lot of information from this episode from that Art Bell podcast I was telling you about. I also used an online source called ufoinsight.com. They had hella good information. So go check out their website, see what they're all about. They have so many interesting articles. I could spend hours here. So go check it out, ufoinsight.com. So I think that's about it for the Shadow People episode. But before I go, I have got to tell you guys about my new target. <laughs> like, what? What fucking target? What does that even mean? So we don't have a knife pick of the week. We have a target pick of the week. So I was having a problem. I have these throwing knives and they're kind of big and heavy. So I needed like a super heavy duty target for me to try to throw them into. And lo and behold, no stores around me carry something that would be heavy enough to withstand a blow from throwing knives. So Garrett, being the kind man that he is, tracked down somebody that was getting rid of some redwood. And he brought back this like 500 pound redwood stump for me to practice my knife throwing skills. So he's, he's got a throwing axe. He's going to get his throwing axe skills on. I'm going to get my throwing knife skills on. And I will definitely get you guys either a picture or a video of how my skills go, how they improve over time. Because let me tell you, that shit's not easy. Redwood is hard as fuck. <laughs> and, you know, you got to, it's a whole long thing. But I will definitely get some pictures or videos up pretty soon. So before I go, I have to thank our downloaders like I do every week. So what's up, Daytona Beach? I see you guys are in number one. I so appreciate you coming, listening to us, and uh, just giving us your support. We have Bainbridge Island. We have L.A., St. Charles, Happy Valley. We've got Ridgeland. We've got Belmore. we got Brooklyn. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. If you want to drop a line, say what's up, come on over to Instagram. You can find me at Vanished in the Valley Athena. You can also find me on Parlor at Vanished in the Valley Athena. Or you can send me an email at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. So you guys, check back next week. We're going to have a super fucking bomb-ass episode. That's all I'm going to tell you about. So like I tell you all the time, 
be aware, and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao. If you would like to become a producer and support Vanished in the Valley, you can go to Cash App and search for Vanished Athena, or you can go to the episode description, scroll down, and look for a link that says Support Acast Vanished in the Valley. Click that link and it'll bring you to a page where you can show us some love.